Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running pro hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing we trust one another. What happened? We trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just gonna have to be more disciplined. He's gonna have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not gonna be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post game show. Presented by Palermo Screamin' Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right. So the Spurs take out the Bucks tonight. 121 to 114 in San Antonio. No need to worry. No need to sound sirens. No need to sound alarms. No need to yell and scream at your television set. No need to get gray hair. No need to stress and grab your chest. No need to do any of that tonight. This is just one of those deals late in the season on the back-to-back. You're tired. And they were clearly tired in the second half of this basketball game were the Milwaukee Bucks. Now tonight, they stay in San Antonio. Get a flight to New Orleans tomorrow. Get the Pelicans on Tuesday night. They'll look refreshed. They'll look better. I will say I'm a, I was a little surprised that nobody got uh, time off tonight. I am. I, I thought last night when we were doing the postgame show that you would have one or two guys get some time off uh, tomorrow night. I thought Middleton would have been served well uh, by getting a day off uh, at this point. Uh, and if they wanted to give Giannis a day off, I would have been fine with that. That was the route they chose to take. Would have been fine with all of that, no matter who they would have chose to get a day off to. Uh, tonight for this game on a back-to-back with a day off tomorrow going forward. But they chose not to. How much of that plays into Budenholzer being in San Antonio against his former team and Spurs fans, I have no idea. But I will say this. They looked pretty good in the first half. I mean, they were hanging in there. Bledsoe was aggressive early on. That's always a good sign when Bledsoe is aggressive early on. Uh, Giannis was trying to be fairly aggressive early on as well. He was involved. Lopez didn't look bad early on either. Uh, Brogdon, another bad night here. Real bad uh, tonight in only 23 minutes of action. But overall, I just don't think it's anything to freak out about, I guess is what I'm going to say. Mayor Mitch is here. Uh, Sam Schmitz is here, too. He'll be doing uh, Sports Flashes tonight for us, making his debut on the Sports Flash uh, tonight. Uh, The chairman of the DJ Wilson fan club, Evan, uh, is in the house, too. How did you look at this game, Mayor Mitch? Did you look at it as I, same, man? Back I to did, back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you have to. I, I thought, you know, this is, I mean, even, even before I knew they got in at four in the morning or whatever it was and were locked Five. out of the hotel or yep. something, um, I just, it, you know, San Antonio, g- good team. They're hot. They have won, what's eight in a row now at home? Mm-hmm. Second night of a back to back. I honestly thought after the game last night that, yeah, like you said, that they were just going to kind of punt this one. 
That's what I would have done. And but they want to. It sounds like, and like you said, maybe it has something to do with the Spurs. But I'm I'm kind of I I'm happy with this. I think with them playing everybody because I think it's good to keep the competitive juices and the um, just try to keep the team rolling heading into the postseason. See, for me, you got to about the seven and a half minute mark of the fourth quarter. You're down 13, 14, whatever made it was. Basket in the quarter yet? I tweeted out they were down. They got outscored thirteen to three in the quarter, something like that. And I tweeted out, I'm like, that's enough. Pull the starters now because they, they had just called the timeout and they were in the commercial break. Pull your starters. You're gonna, This game's over. You're losing this basketball game. I don't know how many signs you need to see to tell you you're not winning this basketball game. I'd seen enough. I, we lost. Pull them. That was it. Give all your bench guys some meaningful run, right? They would have got seven, seven and a half minutes. That's meaningful run in the NBA. You get that much time. And it was still a competitive game. Who knows? Maybe you get a spark from those guys. Maybe somebody gets hot from outside uh, in, in the game and they carry you and pull you out of the doldrums. But I, I just thought it was stupid to play guys for the last seven and a half minutes of that basketball game when, to me, it was clear that it was fine. And at that, from that moment on, Mayor Mitch, I'm telling you right now what I was thinking. Nobody better get hurt in this yeah. stupid basketball game. Nobody better get hurt because there's no reason to be pushing it. The game meant nothing. It's a Western Conference game. It has nothing to do with the Eastern Conference standings whatsoever other than a win or a loss. Big deal. And that's it. There, just, there was no reason to push it. And he didn't take him out to what? About a minute left in the game? Then he yeah, finally pulled his starters? Yeah. He, that was way too long for me. Again, this game meant nothing. It might have meant something to Bootenholzer playing against Pop. And I'm sure maybe that's part of the reason why it went as long as it did with the starters. But there was no reason for it. Let's go uh, inside the box score. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. 121-114 Spurs over the Bucks tonight. They remain at 50 wins. Still pretty good with a month left to go in the season. Season ends April 10th. It's March 10th. Like I said, this game, not a big deal. Uh, Giannis, 35 minutes, 10 of 18 from the floor, 1 of 4 from 3, 6 of 10 from the free throw line, 27 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, and a block shot. But this number I'm most impressed with tonight, by far, zero turnovers for Giannis in 35 minutes. It is by far the most impressive number of the night because he was doing six turnovers, five turnovers. Yeah, so, it's been a while. Zero turnovers in 35 minutes. I absolutely love it. Uh, Chris Middleton, 31 minutes, 6 of 15 from the floor, 1 of 4 from 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 15 points, 8 boards, 4 assists, a steal, and 3 turnovers. Brooke Lopez, 33 minutes, 2 of 6 from the floor, 1 of 3 from 3, 6 of 6 from the free throw line, 11 points, 10 boards, 1 steal, 1 block, and 1 turnover. Eric Bledsoe, 31 minutes, 9 of 13 from the floor, 2 of 4 from 3, one of three from the line, 21 points, six assists, two rebounds, and one turnover. Malcolm Brogdon, 23 minutes, two of 10 from the floor, zero of four from three, one of two from the line, five points, two assists, one board, two turnovers. Miritich, 22 minutes, three of eight from the floor, two of five from three, two of two from the free throw line, 10 points, four boards, one assist, and one turnover uh, for him. 25 minutes for Connaughton, five of five from the floor, four of four from three, 14 points, three boards, one steal, 
and one turnover for Pat Connaughton. 15 minutes for Paul Gasol, one of three, one of one from three-point range. Three boards, one assist, and three points. 13 minutes for Dante DiVincenzo, one of five, zero of four from three. A couple of those were in the basket and popped out on him. Uh, a couple points, a couple of assists, a rebound, and one turnover. Tony Snell, 12 minutes, two of four from the floor, two of three from three. Uh, had no other stats other than the points. Those were six points. The Bucks shoot 47.1%, San Antonio 49%. The Bucks uh, 14 of 36 from three, 12 of 29 for San Antonio. Free throw line 18 of 25 for Milwaukee, only 11 of 15 for San Antonio. Rebounds, they actually got out-rebounded by the Spurs 46 uh, 45, pretty much even, though, at the end of the day, if you think about it. The Spurs only with four turnovers in the game. The Bucks with 10 turnovers. And to be honest with you, 10 turnovers isn't a big deal. I always like to say, for me, I like to keep those turnovers somewhere around you know, 12, 13, or less. You can keep it somewhere around 12, 13, or less, somewhere in that age, somewhere in that range, you're good. You just don't want it to be around 17, 18 turnovers a game. That's when it gets sloppy and can really cost you. Spurs over the Bucks tonight, 121 to 114. We're going to get a sports flash coming up here uh, in a couple of minutes, but topic of the night tonight. Pretty simple, pretty easy, pretty straightforward. Who do you want to see playing off the bench in the rotation for the Bucks in the playoffs? What players do you want to see coming off the bench as part of their playoff rotation in the postseason? That is the question of the night. Why is this a question? Because yesterday, people were complaining about DJ Wilson not playing. Tonight, I was getting asked questions on Twitter about why is DJ Wilson not playing over Paul Gasol or whoever. And Eric Name had tweeted at the station yesterday and at me and told me to retweet a tweet from Eric Name where Bootenholzer said that pretty much he can't play everybody. It's just not possible. I can't play everybody. DJ Wilson's doing his job, but I can't play everybody. I don't have enough minutes for everybody. So, unfortunately, some people are not going to play. Now, prior to that, I had tweeted out yesterday that I just don't think they're going to play the young guys in the rotation come the playoffs. And I've been saying that on this postgame show for a month or two, that I just don't think that's how this is going to go. And I still don't think this is how it's going to go. I still think they're going to play the veterans. But I'm going to leave it up to you. You're Boonholzer. You know, you can make the rotation whatever you want. You can make it a nine-man rotation, ten-man, eight-man, whatever. However many guys you want to make it. Uh, as far as the rotation, as far as who's going to get minutes and who's not. So who's in your playoff rotation coming off of the bench uh, going forward? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, uh, the fam. The other thing that was being discussed today on social media that I saw involving Sith Lord and Eric Name uh, was the lack of Bucks defense at this point and what it's traced back to. And Eric says, trace it right back, Eric Name from The Athletic, Said, trace it right back to George Hill getting hurt. That's when this defense kind of went south, was once George Hill went down, this defense kind of fell apart on the Bucks a little bit and, and regressed. So the hope is George Hill plays at some point here in the next couple games, uh, and maybe this defense can straighten itself out again because this defense needs to straighten itself out again uh, at some point. There is no question about that. They have to figure it out again. All right, so let's uh, get to the screaming Sicilian frozen pizza play of the game. Listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? 
Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Kraft Pizzas. All right. We go to Mayor Mitch. Did you make the call tonight? Uh, the highlights courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Yeah, we got one. Giannis with a finish. This is from the first quarter when things were going well. Yeah. Bucks were up, what, 23-9 to at one point in the first quarter tonight? Mm-hmm. But ultimately would relinquish that lead. A nice alley-oop feed from Eric Bledsoe. One defender playing two players. Beautifully passed to Giannis Prime Bledsoe. Nice alley-oop. I was uh, having dinner, and I went, ooh, when he did it. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, a, it was a good play. Giannis attempted to be my, like Michael Jordan at one point in this game, too, and got fouled. Um, it, it just it showed was, the highlight. I, I I know exactly where you tried to switch. Yeah, switch hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was he was trying to do a little Mike Michael Jordan stuff there, uh, in the game that had everybody on Twitter uh, all a buzz uh, about that one. All right, let's get to a sports flash uh, with Sam, and we'll come back take your calls. Who would you play off the Bucks bench uh, as part of the playoff rotation if it was up to you? I guess I'm kind of wanting to see how many people are going to put the Divincenzos, the Sterling Browns, the DJ Wilsons into this playoff rotation. That's what I'm kind of anxious to see right now. And the tweet is live, so the reaction should be coming in. Yep, 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us, 105.7 FM. The fan, Sam, has all the details on a Bucks loss. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. One twenty-one, one fourteen. Spurs over the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Let's go to the defensive side of things, Mayor Mitch. What you got? Well, you may have heard of him, Giannis Dedekumbo, again with a big-time chase-down block as he does almost every night. Brook lost the dribble. Fanny Mills, Bellinelli. Yes. No whistles. You know something, Bellinelli, that- man. Yeah. Yeah. 16 points tonight. Watched off the bench. it happen in Philly, and now we're going to watch it happen in San Antonio. Thank God we don't got to deal with these guys in the postseason. Um, highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Uh, Paschke, they're making that call. Look, Jim Paschke. I, I, probably, I never say his first name. I probably should, though. Uh, th- this is this is kind of my thing here. And I don't know if you all notice it or not. And I think maybe we take it for granted already as Bucks fans. You never should take this for granted, what I'm about to say. Do you ever notice every time Giannis makes a play of any type of um, magnitude? Yeah, right. That that's that's really good. Yeah. How the opposing crowd reacts on the road? Like, did you hear everybody in that stadium? Almost like it was a Bucks home game when Giannis made that play. Yeah. It was like, oh, everybody has that reaction. Giannis makes a big dunk. Everybody has that reaction. And the only thing I can compare it to is. When Kobe was here, when Jordan was here, there were only a couple guys when they would come into Milwaukee where the Bucks fans themselves would verbally have a response to when a superstar would make a play. Yeah. Like that. Or there was just a lot of people wearing those those players' jerseys. There were some. I mean, the Bucks tweeted out a couple of people. Um, like the one I didn't get, they tweeted outside. Somebody said they came from Canada. 
You couldn't get any closer than San Antonio from Canada <laughs> to see the Bucks play? Well, they probably wanted to go to a warm weather city, you know. Ah, uh, right. So you break. went to San Antonio, maybe they're, right. Maybe they're going to uh, South Padre Island or sure. something for spring break, and they, uh, yeah, that makes know, on more their way, sense. they're going to, to San Antonio. Right. That, that makes far more sense than saying, I came for just for the Bucks. Do you remember, uh, we're going back to probably 2013-ish, do you remember that time when they did, uh, I think it was when Miroslav Radulica was on the team, Yeah, and they did a beard night with James Harden right. at, in town? Do you remember how like weird that was? I, I, think, I, I, I think we talked about it on the show, just being like, why are you kind of marketing for the other, other team's players? But then you also hear when Giannis comes to various cities throughout the, the country, they have Greek night. Oh, big so, time. That's why there's always so many Greek people. And no the games. doubt, yes, and and that will continue going forward. And those those groups and those nights will get larger and larger as we go. It, it just will. And eventually, mark my words. Eventually, you're going to start getting bobbleheads on the road when this dude comes rolling in. If there's a big enough fan base on Greek night or whatever mm-hmm. else, you'll start seeing different things. Uh, kind of rolling into this going forward. It'd be stupid not to at this point if if you're somebody on the opposing team. So I guess I wasn't clear enough on what I said. You tweeted out the correct way of how I worded it, and I thought this would be good. Yeah, I tweeted, which players would you like to see coming off the bench in the playoffs for the Bucks? Pretty simple. So how would you take that then? What, what would your response be to that question? Go ahead. I would probably say... Okay. George Hill. You're you're listening to the radio and you hear Sparky say that and you're you're going, okay, this is my response. So George Hill. Nikola Miritich would be in there. Um after that, I think you could probably have a, a more of a debate as to which way you want to go. And but I for think you. Yeah, and I think I think honestly, after that it's it it's, goes by matchup. Um Pau Gasol. If 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 for whatever reason a team has not gone small, I think there's there's a spot for him on the floor. I think if they go small, it should be DJ Wilson. As expected, the mayor would say DJ Wilson. And where I was get he it. tonight? He's not playing, and he, he's done. Just you all need to just. Accept I mean, I, it. I, I am accepting it, but I told you. I just this. feel like on a back to back. Why not? Oh, I agree. Like I told you, they should have pulled the starters out of minute mark, and he could have played the rest of the game. I would have been fine with it. I think. I think DJ Wilson's accepting of the fact of what's going on here. Yep. Like, I think he well, gets it. Well, you talked to him the other night, too. Right. Like, if somebody so gets you could hurt. see it in his eyes. If, if he... somebody gets hurt, I'm going to get to play. Yeah. So I got to be ready. But yeah. other than that, I'm probably going to be sitting here watching the rest of the year, which is what it is, okay? You'll get your chances as you as you become more experienced and so forth. They'll go your way. Urson didn't play tonight. No. Nope. They decided he, to he's give. He's probably another one that's for sure in the playoff rotation, I would no imagine. No question. At this point. No question. See, and. And that's where I'm at. Now, okay, so you gave me multiple players, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the, okay. the team is so deep. Let me tell you the tweets that we've received so far. I got one tweet from Mr. Bones who says, not Powell. Okay. <laughs> Brooks tweets out the fan, says, Powell Gasol. Uh, Ray. So just one bench player. Okay. Ray says, Middleton. Miritich in the front court for a big lineup. A six-man rotation is going to be tough. So Ray says, Middleton comes off the bench. Well, that ain't All right. Happen. Uh, down from the south side says DJ. Okay. Again, these six man rotations are going to be would be are not feasible. People are really going to get tired on this team. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, uh, I have no idea what this Twitter handle is, so I'm just going to read you what it said. Uh, says I think you have to take this on a game by game matchup basis 
Uh, everybody has contributed, and they all add value. Me personally, Miritich, Snell, Hill, Ilyasova, and Connaughton. I'll tell you what, though, it's a good problem to have. Bucks in six with the hashtag. I think that's there. that's a solid, a solid answer. That's I agree with that. Tony Snell. I feel like he's been better lately. You know, he has like been he's better. like he's. I agree. Found something. Yeah, you know? he's he's finally getting confidence. So. Tonight, they play 10 guys. They're 10 guys tonight off the bench. The five guys off the bench tonight was Miritich, Gasol, DiVincenzo, Connaughton, and Snell. Right? I don't think there's any chance DiVincenzo is in the playoff rotation. No. None. No, because he has no if, business being in the playoff rotation. He should not be in the playoff rotation. Because if when, when George Hill comes back, I mean, you're and just you not going to see. And you have Sterling Brown. Yes. And if and when he comes back. I feel like Sterling is probably more valuable, too, than, than a Pat Connaughton or a Dante because I feel like his intensity – that he plays with mm-hmm. defensively, certainly that was you know, breeds success now, in the playoffs. Now, hold on. Now. Be honest about something. You've been doing these post-game shows for the last couple of years with me, right? Yep. Okay. How many times have you heard somebody on – read somebody on Twitter or heard somebody on the phone say, boy, that Pat Connaughton brings energy. Boy, when he's on the floor, he brings that energy, right? Yeah, How he's many, an energy guy. And you say Sterling Brown brings that intensity and everything else. How many times have you heard Sterling Brown ever get that same compliment? Never. I mean, yeah. Never. Not not on the radio. No. Or on Twitter. I don't. I doing post game shows. People tweeting as doing post. I'd never see Sterling Brown get that. I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying it's funny how one guy says gets all that love for doing that. The other guy, nothing gets said. Mm-hmm. Not nothing at all. And you could. I think you could make the same point for Sterling Brown as much as you can for Pat Connaughton. I about keeled over laughing last night when when Dante Divincenzo got a standing ovation in the second quarter last night. That was our uh, play of the game. Nice. That was our play of the game. But literally, without him last night, the Bucks were down, would have been down 20-25 But in the it first wasn't half. him that got the standing ovation. It was Miritich, Middleton, and him all diving and fighting for that loose ball. Yeah. And that's the one thing about Milwaukee. Look, I mean, you can go to another market. I don't know if you get that same standing ovation for three guys going for a loose ball. That was some tremendous hustle. These fans here knew what it was, knew they didn't have to go to that length. Did anyhow, and they appreciated it. And I thought that was a pretty cool response uh, by the Bucks fan base uh, in doing just that. All right, let's eye up the enemy here as the Bucks lose tonight, one twenty-one to one fourteen. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. I got to tell you, I don't understand why you wouldn't get Pirtle the ball more considering how he was playing tonight. Like, I, I don't, he took four shots. He made all four of them. I, I don't – why wouldn't you well, continue to work him in more offensively? You're aware of how many black holes the Spurs have, right? Sure. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus, Lamarcus Aldridge. Aldridge. I know. Yeah. Those I'm, guys I'm love aware. them the ball. Yeah, and they need a score. And Aldridge did that 29-15 boards tonight at 14-26. Interesting that they start two, two centers. Yeah, two big guys. Because Aldridge is Aldridge is really a power he's, forward. He's always been that guy that's like, I'm a power forward, not a center. I Correct. Feel like. That is that guy. Yes, yeah, that is exactly him. Anthony Davis, you could say the same thing about him. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, 10 of 20 from the floor. He had nine from the free throw line. 28 points, six assists, four boards, and a couple of steals there. Uh, Forbes, Mitch's favorite guy uh, from earlier in the year. Yeah, Horizon a, League alum. Yeah, a dozen points and uh, six boards tonight for them. 16 for Mills off the bench, and Bellinelli just a kind of constant pain in the Bucks behind. 16, four of eight shooting from three. Patty Mills was four of seven shooting from three. 
Uh, and it's funny because if you look at their their nine-man rotation, it's really an eight-man rotation. This is pretty much what it's going to be in the playoffs for them. It's going to be those five and then Burdens, Mills, and Bellinelli. That's what it's going to be. Cunningham may get some run, but for the most part, it's going to be those eight guys uh, going forward probably for this San Antonio team. And then you look at the Bucks bench, which is what we're talking about right now and how many guys you know, you'd play off the bench and who that would be. And they have a much larger talent pool to pick from, I think, than San Antonio does as far as who's going to get minutes, who's going to get run, and who really has been contributors for this Bucks team uh, throughout the season. So the Spurs over the Bucks tonight, 121 to 114. We'll take a time. I'll come back. I'll tell you who I'd play off my bench. I wonder who you'd play off your bench in the playoffs as well. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so the Bucks uh, come up losers tonight, 121-114. Matt Velasquez will join us in about 20 minutes from the Milwaukee Journal Central from down in San Antonio where there was a bat flying around the inside of the arena, and that's very common. It happens like every night. Ted Davis says there like are a bats there? all over San Antonio, so it's not even uncommon. Yeah. So it's not even a big deal. They just started playing, didn't catch the bat, and they just kept going. Is Ted from San Antonio? From the Texas area. Right, somewhere. In, well, yeah. I'm not just trying to think which... He used to work for Dallas, right? Back yeah. when they were terrible. They had Jason Kidd, Jim Jackson, and Jamal Mashburn. They some, shouldn't some good young guns back they, then. They shouldn't have been. I was rooting for the Mavericks back then. On they top won like of the ten Bucks. games some season. Yeah, that was he was there. Like the, he, yeah, yeah. He, then he, he comes to Milwaukee, and the Bucks yeah. are conveniently terrible for yeah. They uh, the better part of thirty years. They had some drama amongst those three, and that's why that thing didn't work out uh, amongst their mm, yeah. early time together between those three players. Uh, okay, drive of the game, Mayor Mitch. What you got? Eric Bledsoe trying to keep the Bucks in it in the fourth quarter. Drives to the basket and gets a nifty and one. Bledsoe drive, score, and one. A little bit of energy there. A lot of energy, actually, from Bledsoe. All right, Eric Bledsoe. I, I feel Bledsoe. like Eric Bledsoe's A that he goes, you know, when he, when he yells. Yep. That's kind of replaced the, the moose and one. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, yeah, that's just pretty kind good. of a, a little bit of a rallying cry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. I don't I don't mind that at all. I mean, how many times do you hear Eric go to the basket and it's, hey, hey. <laughs> yep, you're right. And Moose, it was always, oh, and one. Yep. No, you're right about that. Uh, let's see. Got a, some stuff coming in here on the question of the night, topic of the night. What should this Bucks uh, playoff rotation look like coming off of the bench? What guys... If you were Boonholzer, would you play coming off the bench uh, in the playoffs? Because obviously rotations get shorter then. Bill tweets at 105.7 FM. The fan says Hill, uh, Nikovic, DJ Wilson, and either Sterling Brown or Dante DiVincenzo, depending on who has the hotter hand. So he's going to go with nine-man rotation uh, with those uh, four guys. I think that's probably what it's going to be. I don't think there's a chance that's what it's going to be. Um, I, I think. I mean, nine nine men. Now you can pick. Oh right, I thought you meant those nine guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think, and I'll just take my my shot at this, and then we'll see how we right or wrong I am. I think it's going to be Miritich, Gasol, George Hill, and Ilya Silva. That's what it's going to be. Those really? four. And I don't think you're going to see a guard play unless 
Bledsoe, or Brogdon are really dragging because you can rotate Hill, Brogdon, and Bledsoe and be fine because yeah. when Hill's in the game, Brogdon or Bledsoe can play off the ball. It doesn't really matter. Well, and you can move Middleton to a two guard as well. Yeah, as well, in a bigger lineup, right. So I don't Which has think, worked for the Bucks. I don't think you really need to play Snell or Connaughton or or Sterling Brown or DiVincenzo or any of those guys unless you play him for five or six minutes here to give a couple guys a rest at the same time if you want to. But normally in the playoffs, I think in the first round of the playoffs, they'll play more guys because I think they'll be comfortable knowing the fact that they're going to blow these guys out. So more guys will play in blowouts in the first round. That's what I'm assuming is going to happen on blowouts. Uh, then when you get to the second round, I think it's going to it's going to tighten back up again as you get in tighter basketball games. Less guys uh, will probably play. I, I just think they're going to play vets. That's incidentally how I think this is going to go. The Miami Heat are now the eight seed with the Magic falling to I believe it was Memphis. Don't want to deal with Miami if you don't have to. I mean they'll, they'll I still they'll still you're, you're going to see them on Friday too. They'll still beat Miami. I'm not worried about Miami either, but. They'll be I mean, tougher it would than Orlando. Stink, it would stink to go six or seven in the first round. I mean, Orlando, I mean, Orlando's giving the Bucks problems too now. Yeah. I mean, let's not act like they've handled Orlando because they haven't. And uh, Brooklyn's frisky. Detroit's hot. I don't care about Detroit. Get out of here with Detroit. Stop. Just stop with all the Pistons. Just. just I mean, the Bucks did blow them out at pretty much every game. Yeah. Not, no. Uh, okay. Uh, let's hear uh, from Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer after they lost one twenty-one to one fourteen. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, let's hear what Boonholzer had to say on Fox Sports Wisconsin after this one. Uh, credit to San Antonio. They played great. Um, you know, a lot of different guys stepped up for them and um, starters and bench guys. So um, they executed. They moved well. Um, you know, I think uh, the end of the first quarter, end of the second quarter, just wish we were maybe better in those stretches. Maybe it could have given us a little bit of cushion. But, um, you know, credit to San Antonio tonight. Why, why Powell tonight instead of Ersan in the, in the rotation? Really the big uh, just back-to-back, you know, just thought we'd give Ersan um, a break and also just an opportunity to get Powell into the mix and, um, you know, just work to get him more comfortable and um, familiar with everything we're doing. Teams aren't going to stop Giannis, but what were the Spurs doing to kind of disrupt him? Uh, it looked like there were a lot of bodies there. Um, you know, just as he got to the paint, they just kind of collapsed and collapsed and, um, we probably needed to make just a few more shots, and um, you know, then you got to kind of think twice about it. But uh, you know, a lot of you know good individual defense on the you know um, whoever was assigned to him, and then a lot of team defense behind it. I know you're trying to get Powell more integrated and giving her some the night out. Do you do you think at any point to give DJ a run just with the way that it seems like when Powell was in there, just the units weren't weren't running as well as they might normally run? Um, I mean, we have a ton of confidence in DJ, and um, you know he's had a great run with us, so. Um, you know, all everybody that's dressed is on our mind, and we think about how they could help us. When you're closing out on defense on a, on a player like Marco Bellinelli, and he's flying sideways and hitting a three, what what do you think at that point? Hope he misses. <laughs> um, you know, he's a he's a very unique offensive player. The way he moves without the ball, and you know, his pump fake game is you know very very good. He makes enough threes to get you to bite on the pump fake and. He goes from standing to moving really well um, and makes just tough off-balance shots. And, um, you know, we've all seen him do it for a long time. How much did fatigue factor into this? Uh, 
Well, it certainly doesn't help, but, you know, I think, you know, all the credit goes to them. You know, they deserve to win. They played better than us, and um, we just weren't good enough tonight. Were there some of the offensive issues you saw that were prevalent, especially in the second half? Um, you know, I just felt like we were a little bit disjointed. Spacing wasn't great. Um, and then, I, you know, we'll look at the film. I thought we missed, uh, you know, a more than the normal number of good shots and good opportunities, including some in the paint at the basket, some open threes, and you got to make those. Um, and we just didn't make enough shots, didn't make enough plays. Tonight and last night, we've seen the ball in Malcolm's hands a lot at the end of quarters. Just why do you like you know, him kind of orchestrating things in those types of situations? Well, he's the point guard at that point. Lots of times at the end of uh, you know the first and the second quarter, and. Without George, you know, we've changed up our subs a tiny bit. And so um, I'd say most teams put the ball in their point guard's hands and, um, you know, try and uh, play some pick and roll, play some different actions and see if uh, you can get a good shot. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. All right, X Factor of the Game tonight. It's a pretty simple one. Bucks were just tired, folks. I mean, not much to it. Uh, getting late, had issues at the hotel or whatever. I mean, you're talking like 5 o'clock in the morning. That's just stupid. I'm going to blame Marquette for playing their game at 1.30 yesterday and get this thing, make it a late game Saturday night. No, they've had all 8 o'clock starts, haven't they? Most Not of the games all. at home the have been. 7.30, most of them, It yeah. feels like 8 o'clock starts have been more this year than ever before yeah, for the yeah, Bucks. that's true. And I. And you've had the, the national games. They, they haven't had any since like December, but they had the 8.30 Friday right. night tips. Yep. I think there was one Wednesday, too. And that's how you get on national TV. You agree to have some West Coast goofy time start mm-hmm. in order to get yourself on uh, more national TV. Which on a Friday, I think, games. actually works really well for fans and everything. I mean, sure. you get you get out of work, go downtown, have a have couple some drinks, dinner. Yep. have some dinner, you know, I don't know, you know, some places around there, wherever you want to go, and you're feeling good, and you're getting in there, and then, yeah, then you watch them lose to the Warriors, but... <laughs> Yeah. 121-114 Spurs over the Bucks. Uh, let's go to Trell. You're up next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show. What's up? Well, no, Sparky, how you guys doing? All right. <clears throat> I mean, it's more bump in the road. No, nothing major. Nope. Um, I I thought they might lose the New Orleans game because it was sandwiched in, but um, they lost this one. It ran out of gas, and San Antonio was just hitting everything. Um. Uh, I would say you said about the rotation. Um, <clears throat> I don't know the whole rotation, but I know two guys. Well, actually, three guys that I want in the road. Well, four. Take it back. So I guess I got the rotation already. I want um, Miritic, George Hill, uh, Gasol, and uh, DiVincenzo. Those are the guys I, I want. I want Dante in there. From his for his scrappiness and his clutch play, I want Gasol in there for his veteranship and um, for him being able to um, give us some points besides just uh, the jump shot all the time. And um, and of course Miritic because he's just a good shooter and a good scrappy player. Um, George Hill, veteran, backup point guard. So I know I'll probably miss some people in there, but um, those four guys I won't want to see in the rotation. So how many bigs before. do you have coming off the bench? Uh, I guess Gasol and Miritic. 
Those are the two bigs. So those two. So no DJ, no Ursan Ilias Silva for you in the playoff oh, rotation. About Ursan. Yeah, he's going to uh, – of course, he's going to get some type of minutes in there. Um, I, I'm, I'm a, I mean, DJ wants – Wilson, if you need – he's going to go at least nine deep. I don't know which four he's going to ro- rotate right. in the game. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yep. What four guys will I, those guys be? Mark, I would just say – I was going to say this too last time, and I kind of uh, start blabbering and forgot to say it. For all those who say or who listen to national media saying that Giannis can't close, if you didn't see Giannis close in that Indiana and that Charlotte game, I don't know what, what other proof that you need. I think the way that he shuts anybody up is that in the playoffs, in a playoff series, you know, closing seconds of a game last 30 seconds, you see Giannis hit a couple of big shots to win it for the Bucks. That's how he's going to shut people up. Him taking over game in the last five or six minutes – in the regular season, I doubt they even know that even happened. Yeah, yeah, but that I mean, to me, to me, those were those were pivotal, especially that Indiana game. He was frustrated, um, a lot of whacking going on. He wasn't getting any calls, and he just after he caught that tech, he just turned it up to a level. Yeah, the whole team did. That was incredible in that game against Charlotte. He scored the teams. I think it was a tie game, and he scored all ten points starting the fourth quarter out. That was. That was just crunch time. I mean, he they needed him, and he was was not going to be denied. I just love seeing that. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he does in the fourth quarter. I think he's second or third in the league in fourth quarter scoring. So good stuff. Um, he's he's holding his uh, he's holding his end of the bargain. Trail, thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate All it. Right. All right, let's get to the injury report for tonight. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. Well, uh, as we said, we're uh, waiting on George Hill to play here. I'm assuming he will play one of these next couple of games based on what was said yesterday by Boone Holzer, so we'll see how that goes. Sterling Brown seems to be a little bit farther away. And George Hill at this point. Uh, but outside of that, they're pretty healthy. Ilyasova just given a day off, just to rest, kind of get himself back put together. That's why Gasol played as much as he did tonight. So we'll see how this whole thing shakes out going forward. All right, time for another Sports Flash with our guy Sam. Coming up on the other side, Chili's MVB that you'll need to know for Chuck and Winkler tomorrow morning. Plus, we'll talk with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, who is in San Antonio tonight covering the game. And we'll do a little forward thinking to the Santa, to the uh, Pelicans game coming up on Tuesday night. All straight ahead here on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Probes postgame show presented to you by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza, only on the fan. Hey, Bucks fans, let's get tonight's Chili's MVB. Be the first to know this standout player tomorrow morning at 835 during Chuck and Winkler to win free food from Chili's. Chili's is back, baby. Back. One twenty-one, one fourteen. Spurs over your Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Chili's MVB of the game tonight for your Milwaukee Bucks. <sighs> Pat Connaughton, <laughs> fourteen points was perfect from the field. Five of five from the floor. Four of four from three-point range. Three boards, a steal, and a turnover. Pat Connaughton, your Chili's MVB. Well, I mean. Seriously, you could give it to Giannis every single day. Yeah. I, I'm not going to give it to Giannis every single day. 
Because then you, there's no reason to listen to the post-game show. You just call up Chuck and Winkler every morning after a post-game show and go, Giannis, and if I did it every night, there'd be there'd be no hope of ever getting anybody listening to this show. So we switch it up from time to time. You could so, be like Tim and Billy and give it to the fans or... Uh... <laughs> Pat Connaughton, Chili's MVB, Spurs over well, I mean, the Bucks. We, we wouldn't do that tonight, but you know, right. I mean, maybe you know, down the road, but yeah, they can do their show. Twenty twenty one to one fourteen, Spurs over the Bucks. Uh, let's check in with Matt Velasquez from San Antonio. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. All right, 121 114, Spurs over the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Matt Velasquez joins us now in the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Good evening, Matt. Good evening. Tell me something. For those people like myself that have never been to San Antonio, Texas, are there bats just flying everywhere on the streets when you walk around, or what's it like? I mean, I've only seen bats in AT and T Center when I've been in San Antonio. So you've never seen it. You've never seen them in a restaurant. You've never seen them in a hotel. No, no, I, I haven't even hallucinated bats anyway, and I've had opportunities to see that. Because so, I was listening to Ted know, Davis on the yeah. call, and he was saying that bats are very very prominent in the San Antonio area. Um, so I was. I, mean, I don't doubt. I don't doubt Ted Davis. I don't doubt him. But I. I have not. Well, that's had good. Opportunities to see bats. All right. The River Walk in San Antonio is beautiful. They say. Is that true? Yeah. No. It's it's very nice. It's um. It's very pleasant. Very pleasant. What's your favorite not, part not about San? What's your favorite part about San Antonio? Um. Well, I've, I've had friends who've lived here before, so it's been nice to visit. The River Walk's been nice. Um. I don't know. I didn't have a lot of opportunities to, to see the scenes here at San Antonio uh, today, coming off the back to back. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yep. But, you know, it's uh, a little bit tight, but I, I did get some Whataburger while I was here, and I, I do like that. Yeah, I've, I've heard about it, yeah. But you didn't convince me to ever go to San Antonio, so let's move on. Uh, okay, so uh, tonight uh, for the Bucks, uh they were just tired. That's what I said at the start of the show. I don't really care that they lost. I said at about the seven-and-a-half-minute mark on Twitter that – this game was over. It was clear as day they weren't going to win this game. Get your starters out of there. Get your bench some run, and let's just move on. He didn't do that, Boonholzer. He instead he waited to like the minute mark before he finally got his starters out of there. What did you think? Yeah, I, I thought that they had an opportunity. They they cut it to nine. I think Middleton had a three from the top of the key. It was pretty open. That would have cut it to six, just off the mark on that, and that was with a few minutes left. Um, once that didn't go down, I said, all right, this game's over. Um, you know, and obviously I'm not the one coach. I'm not the one who's you know, who's playing. I'm not the one who's, who's doing anything. Oh, just so, stop. You're, yeah. you're on a show with me. Don't have to say all that crap. Just get just cut to the chase. Let's go. They still think that they had a chance for a little while, and they gave it a shot, and then they were done. Yeah, they didn't have a chance. But but either way, I, I think I think part of it was, maybe I'm wrong, but I think part of it was Boonholzer facing Popovich at San Antonio, all of that. You want to put your best foot forward. San Antonio is a playoff team, so it's a good test for your guys. Uh, but, I mean, you and I were talking last night. I think we both thought that they would rest more guys than just Urson tonight. Yeah, no, I, I thought they would try and rest a couple guys, um, or at least one or two, maybe a starter or something. Yep. Um, but it seemed like everybody was good to go. I mean, they wouldn't have played anybody if they thought that those guys were, were at all, like, less than 100%. Um, you know, but obviously the, the fatigue, they won't admit it. They, they didn't say as much. Um, but I think it caught up to them, and it's really hard on a second game of back-to-back, especially when you're you know playing a late game. They got in, I think, until, like, 4 in the morning. You know, and then they had to play against tonight against team that, oh, by the way, hasn't played since Wednesday. Yep. So, you know, kind of a, a fluky situation in the NBA schedule. But, 
definitely stacked against them tonight. The question tonight on the table I've been asking people is what would be your rotation for the playoffs as far as guys coming off the bench? Who who would be a part of your rotation coming off the bench if you were Boonholzer? Um, well, if I'm assuming everyone's healthy, yep. I, think, I think George Hill's in it. Yep. I think uh, Tony Snell's in it. I think Nick Lemire's in it. Uh, and that maybe do you go nine deep? I mean, depending on, on who you're playing, like maybe in the first round you do. I mean, you can, you can you know, kind of play fewer guys, but you know, eventually, like, Giannis is only averaging like 33 minutes a game. He's going to play 40 in the playoffs. You, you would know, think. averaging like 30, 31 or whatever. He's going to play more. Yeah. And those guys are going to play more. So maybe it gets tighter. So that last spot, I mean, I assume if it's, if it's Budenholzer, it'd probably go to, go to Ursan. He's been playing well. Yep. Um, you know, there's, there's definitely a case to be made for him playing that, that last front court spot. So you um, agree you with know, me then that you don't think DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, Connaughton probably aren't going to get much of a run? No, I don't think they'll be part of the regular rotation if yep. you shorten it. Um, that that would be a lot harder. Yep. Um, you know, DJ Wilson, you you would think that maybe he'd get some spot opportunities, uh, but that hasn't happened recently. And obviously with Miritich and uh, Gasol coming in and, and Bud opting with, you know, to go with Ilya Sola meant not a lot of choices, you know, opportunities for him to go in there. Yep. No, I, good. We agree pretty much. I, I didn't have Snell in mind. Uh, I had Gasol to give Brooke Lopez some, some brief minutes, uh, but I could see Snell getting in there too. Uh, for sure, a bad. He's been part of the rotation uh, consistently. He's been the like, one bench guy who like has always been there. Yep. Um, regardless of, of whatever permutations the team they've had, regardless of trades or whatever, so I think he'll he'll stay just because you know he's long. He can shoot threes. He has good chemistry with Giannis, all that type of stuff. Yep. No, I totally agree because I, I threw it out there as a question because so many people are complaining that these young guys should be a part of the playoff rotation. This was going on all day yesterday, and then I was getting it tonight during the game. So I said, okay, let's make it the question. Let's see and. There are quite a few people that want these young guys in the playoff rotation. I just don't think there's any chance it's going to happen. Matt, thanks so much for coming on. I appreciate it. All right, you bet. There is Matt Velasquez in San Antonio on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest since 1935. All right, let's do a little forward thinking and look ahead to the Bucks and the Pelicans. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. One twenty-one, one fourteen. Spurs over your Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Next up for the Milwaukee Bucks, the New Orleans Pelicans. Give you an idea how badly their season is going. They lost to the Hawks tonight, one twenty-eight to one sixteen. Anthony Davis playing limited minutes, only played twenty-one minutes tonight. Fifteen, eight, four assists, a steal, four block shots, and six of ten shooting, three of four from three in twenty-one minutes. That's what I mean. With him, wasn't there a game this week now too where he wasn't going to play and then he did play? Yeah. Because I thought they weren't going to play him on back-to-backs. Like how, how are we determining this stuff? Got me. I think that's a coaching staff thing. I have no idea how they determine it at this point. Uh, Julius Randle, though, uh, 23 points, only three rebounds. That's ridiculous. He should have more than three rebounds in any game. Uh, Alfred Payton, uh, triple-double tonight for the Pelicans. 15 points, 10 boards, 10 assists. I'm not a huge fan of that dude either. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this whole thing plays out. I, I just... Frank Jackson had a nice game uh, tonight. Uh, the guard out of Duke had a nice game tonight uh, for Atlanta. He had 23 points, six boards on 10 of 18, shooting three of seven from three. So I guess you'll have to keep your eye on, on Frank Jackson a little bit. But 
they don't have enough offense, I don't think, to really do it. And do what? Well, and they play three small guards in their starting lineup. Correct. Usually, right. Williams, Jackson, Payton. What blows my mind? How can Okafor just be that unbelievably good, and then Anthony Davis comes back and he's playing eight minutes? Like, how does that even occur? Yeah, I don't. I, I, don't, I for the I do not. Why don't understand. they just start him? Like I. I... Starting yes. alongside Davis. Davis doesn't want to be a center. Julie Okafor seems to be perfectly Correct. capable. Well, he got played Julius Randle, who gave all that money. True. That's part of it. Okay, that'll do it. Uh, so the Bucks and the Pelicans coming up on Tuesday night. Don't forget tomorrow, this week, spring training coverage unmatched by anybody else in the market from 10 a.m. till 8 p.m. We'll be broadcasting live from spring training Monday through Friday. It starts tomorrow at 10 a.m. with the Bill Michaels show live from spring training from 10 a.m. until 2. And then uh, Gary and Baby Tausch from the big show will be out there from 2 until 6. And then Tim and Baby Tausch doing spring training live every night this week from 6 until 8. 10 hours of spring training coverage every day this week, Monday through Friday. If you're a Brewers fan, you ought to love this week, I would have to imagine. And it's presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. We are hashtag Milhockey. Go Admirals. Uh, so there you go. Bucks lose tonight. Next up, Tuesday against the Pelicans. Have a good night. Toodles. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.